Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to Saturdays with the Sloth with the Hyper Sloth Gods of Rock Zigzag and Rufus, the only guys in the universe smarter than me. Put your listening ears on because this experimental sloth cast is about to blow your feeble fucking minds. Welcome, Sloshins, to Hyper Sloth Happy Hour number 369. 369 amazing shows, and I hope you've all been here with us for every one of them. If you missed one or two, go back, check them out online. You can find them uh, at our website, www.hypersloth.me. We're on all your favorite podcast sites. I don't know the names of them. I think there's like an Apple one or who the fuck knows what they're called. Rufus would know, and I don't know where the fuck Rufus is at, but I hope that he's coming soon for the Hypersloth Happy Hour. But anyway, folks, I uh, hope you're having a great Saturday. I know, weekend's almost over. Kind of sucks. Lately, I feel like uh, the weekend's almost over right at like 5 o'clock on Friday, right? Maybe maybe about 5.30. I'm like, yeah, fuck, weekend's over. And now i got to start thinking about work again, and that really sucks. If you're feeling like that, why don't you give me a call at uh, 646-668-8826. Tell me how you're like, dude, where the fucking weekend go at 5.15 on Friday? When you're like, oh, my whole weekend will be spent doing things that I need to do during the week when places are open, like get my oil changed, right? But you can't. And you're too fucking tired after work. So what do you do then? You know what you do? You listen to a little bit of Beer's Food. That's what you do. So here it is, folks. Hyper Sloth with Beer's Food. Circa 1996. Yeah, we read it. Open a mouth and murder. 
you're back with the double Z zigzag from Hypersloth here on the Hypersloth Happy Half Hour. Oh, nope, just the fucking regular Hypersloth Half Hour tonight, folks. You're in for a treat. We've been doing half hour shows since the uh, pandemic started on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Now we are in our Saturday show, which is an hour long. And if you're counting the VIP part of the show, it's an hour and a half long. So we finally heard from Rufus. He's having a little bit of technical difficulties. He's going to get with us as soon as he can. If y'all want to hear something uh, hypersloth related, give us a call or even whatever. Talk about anything today. Try to stump. Let's call this stump the sloth. You call up and you try to stump us with a question. Now, what that question is about, we have no idea, but we're willing to try to answer it. 646-668-8826. Rufus, I've invited the people to uh, to call up and try to stump the sloth. Impossible. Totally impossible. With fucking Rufus's lightning-fast fingertips on the keyboard, we cannot be stumped. Unless you're making something up that can't be found on Google, of course. Sponsored by Google. <laughs> you think Google would sponsor the HSHH? No. no. They would monetize it, but keep 90% of the uh, funds. Yeah, they probably would. I would be happy just to keep 2% of the funds so they can keep the other 90%. Getting any funds out of doing this would be great. <laughs> really? I mean, you know what? That I'm kind of finding out now that growing pot for a living seemed like it would be the coolest thing ever. And now I just have come to grips. And I've kind of known all along it's about to be ruined by monetizing uh, for real. Because of the whole big business angle? Yeah, right. And getting up at 9 o'clock in the morning and being home at 5 o'clock in the evening, dude. I can't – I just found out, Rufus, I can't – I'm not cut out for a 9 to 5 work life. I'm just not. But once but it once, takes off, let's right. say it takes off, then, I mean, can't you sell your interest for like $35 million yeah. or something yeah, in five yeah, years? I can do that, or I can just collect money from it while it runs and just collect profits, right? There you go. But, I mean, I want to get it up and going correctly, and I think then after – the period where, you know, there'd be a couple months of a learning curve and trying to get all that shit straight. Then I think that I can start going in at like, well, I did tell my partner not to expect me to be in meetings all day and sitting behind a fucking computer all day, right? I'm going to be down with the cultivation techs and the head grower and all that shit, and that's going to be what I'm doing during the day. Or in the fucking dispensary, I'm not going to be sitting in a fucking office. So, because no, no. now it's like all day is like a meeting. Right? Meeting after meeting after meeting after pointless fucking meeting. It's ridiculous. Are there, I mean, you say it's pointless. Are there any points at all, or is it just the kind of meetings that business people have to have something to do and they feel important? Well, I mean, there's points to them, but the, the business aspect of the meeting could last fucking five minutes. To be right? an email. Or be an email, or a sticky note, maybe, <laughs> if you really want to get down to it, or a grunt. But uh, <laughs> a nod, yeah, yes, exactly. Well, the really what it's coming down to is I'm finding out that I'm the only one with any ideas at all and any good ideas for sure. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that, but it's true, it's very fucking true. What do you got? Is that a Zagnut? What is it? <laughs> yeah, it's a Zagnut. I'm fucking sitting here reading Blondie, eating a Dagwood, and having a fucking Zagnut. In a green river. Yes, you caught me. <laughs> Jettison myself back to fucking 1955. <laughs> no, what that was a, is that nougat? 
It was a. I don't know what. I think that got like mostly peanut, right? You know what? If I recall correctly, I hope I'm right here. A Zagat is like an inside-out Butterfinger bar. That sounds good. I don't think there's any chocolate on a Zagnut. You ought to be able to get some royalties off of that, given it uses your last name. That's true. Actually, I invented it. It was right behind the laundry lock in my previous life. Introduced in 1930. All right, let's see. Now you have to go to some specialty candy store to buy it. Yeah, they're only available on eBay. It just says main ingredients are peanut butter and it's peanut butter and toasted coconut. Oh. Well, I knew it had a peanut butter aspect. Surely I get some kind of uh, because a butterfinger has a peanut butter aspect. I right, a butterfinger butter. like peanut butter, but they got this shit that fucking gets it stuck in your teeth. I mean, it's like made out of like charcoal. Right? I mean, it's like I would imagine eating a piece of fucking coal would be like when you break apart a, a fucking uh, butterfinger. You know what I mean? They're like hard on the inside. It's, uh, it's a little dry. What is that in the inside? I mean, it's, there's not even. I wonder what the name of it is. It's a cookie crunch. But there's no cookie to it. <laughs> cookie fragments. It, not even. It's like cookie. I don't know, like cookie coal. All right, let's see. It's made by Ferrera. That's a fancy chocolate company. Is it really? Yeah. I've never heard of it. I, I figured it, it it was either uh, Hershey's or Mars. Know, fucking Blanca. Mars, there you go. The oh, big God, thing. of course. You can't just find out. It, it It is. It's some kind of a flaky, wafery kind of thing. I do not That's find it pleasant. I'm not going to lie. I like I the love taste. it. It's one of my favorites. You know what is good in, though? What's that Dairy Queen Blizzard? Yeah. yeah. A Butterfinger Blizzard? Yeah, it well, it works there because it's got the, uh, the moisture to... Right. It's as big as that like Bob does. Peanut butter. Chocolate flavored sawdust center surrounded by milk chocolate. It consists of a layered, crispy peanut butter core covered in chocolate. Okay. I'm going to need you to elaborate on what makes up the core. Uh, Trade secret. I mean, I guess it is, for real. Turns out it's particle board. So can It predates the Zagnut. (laughs) No. Yeah, Zagnut's 1930, Butterfinger 1923. Hmm. Sounds like they were using some old World War One stock to make the uh the it was a ration. I wonder where the what the uh the origin of the name for the Butterfinger candy bar is. Surely Wikipedia can tell you that. All right. Ooh, recipe change. Uh oh. They knew Coke the Butterfinger? Apparently. Let's see. Ferrera reformulated the Butterfinger in 2019. Uh oh. With labels displaying improved recipe, better Butterfinger. Uh huh. Uh huh. What exactly did they do? All right. Larger runner peanuts in the bar's core, 
that are roasted at the manufacturing plant. The new bar also uses a higher percentage of cocoa and milk in the chocolate coating and cuts ingredients such as the preservative TBHQ and hydrogenated oils. So it's the healthy butter. Let's get one, dude, and meet it on the next show. I might even have one. How do you find out if you've got the new Butterfinger, though? Do we need to order it, or you think you're still turning uh, old Butterfinger stock at your local Friendly Mart? Uh, Butterfinger Classic. Is that what they're calling it? <laughs> I saw my local guy out there with a gun, one of those little uh, stamping guns, and writing classic on all of his Butterfinger stock. Just had a Sharpie. Uh, no, I think this replaced it. So check the date on the bag. If it's post-January 2019, it's the new improved Butterfinger. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I can't wait till I go to my local Friendly Mart and grab a peanut butter start, or uh, Butterfinger and start checking the date. Sorry, dude. I'm going to make sure this is a fresh fucking Butterfinger. We should do a – let's start doing battles. Let, let's do Butterfinger versus Zagnut next show. You know what we should do? Butterfinger versus Butterfinger Classic I think would be the first fucking show to do. Can you get the Butterfinger Classic? It's 2021 now. I bet we can. I bet it would be like one of those things where we have to hunt it down, but I bet on eBay someone's got some Butterfinger Classics. Well, look, if we can get a goddamn beat, uh, Butterfinger Classic, that's going to be part of the next show is the, the, the comparison. I almost feel like you guys get a chance of getting a Butterfinger Classic is you do a Zagnut. Zagnut's still made. they got a big page on the Hershey website. Yeah, I, but I want to see you go to your local place and find the fucking Zagnut. I don't think you're going to find it. It's Amazon. That's where you get the Zagnut. <laughs> We're going to have to order some kind of probably vintage candy collection off of Amazon. Hey, that would be a welcome. Go ahead. Butterfinger fans say they hate the candy bar's new recipe. Oh, well, I mean, change is hard, Rufus. Change is hard. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Let's see if if, if we can find one of each. I'd say we do it. Well, there's a place that sells, like, odd lots of stuff. I guarantee I can find a Butterfinger classic there. Probably find right. a sign up. I probably can, but it'd be like in the original rations box that it was in for World War II. <laughs> be covered in mold and dust. I mean, I'm assuming that's why they invented the Zagnut, right? Didn't they like 90% of candy be invented for the troops? Yeah, it doesn't age, especially dry candy like that. Well, you got to boost morale when you saw see your buddy get his fucking face blown into 500 pieces. So you're like, hey, how about a Zagnut? You can have his Zagnut. Right, you have to, for me. have to fucking pilfer his baggage for his Zagnut. That is so probably where the lover and he would have wanted me to do it or wanted me to have it came from probably. <laughs> yeah, it was branded by Zagnut. Zagnut. I'm just trying to figure out the origin of that name when it's just Coco. I mean, I get the nut if it's a peanut butter center, or did it say it was a peanut center? Uh, it just says it's peanut and coconut. Right. I would eat a Zagnut. You know I like my candy. Yeah, this yeah. Is well, that's no, I asked eating a bunch of hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Let us do a candy challenge. We shall, and there shall be a winner. The original name of the Zagnut is uncertain. The nut part comes from either the coconut or oh, the peanut. That. 
while zag could be a reference to zigzag, it says. Oh, because they zig and zag? You get the zig of the yeah. peanut butter and the zag of the coconut? Oh, it says it was, uh, zigzag was a slang phrase in the 1930s. Was it? Slang phrase for peanut butter and coconut? <laughs> yeah, it was zigzag PM. Got any zigzag? The old zigzag. Eat zag nut candy bars while high on marijuana. Of course, now if I try to look up the meaning of zigzag, it just shows pictures of you. Oh, fuck. Sorry, dude. You know what? Put your filter on. I think you can get beyond that. <laughs> yeah, I can. Nope, now it's just rolling papers. Was and Demi Moore or the one with me with ScarJo? I mean, which one was it? Which, which uh, thing, uh, might I say? Was it 90s me, early thousands me, teens me, 20s me? It's uh, Everything's pixelated below the waist, but it's you and Paul Rubens. <laughs> really? Man, yeah. that was a movie. That's all I want to say. He, he got jerked out too early. They took him... Just wasn't fast enough. Luckily, I was on my knees under the seat, if you know what I mean. Oh, Ruben. Oh, I know. Of course you do. I definitely was. That's how I was in the 90s. Was a zigger and a zagger. We will never know the origin of the zagnut name, really. Other than that is it, or the zigzag part of the... How did? I guess I just don't know how zigzag worked its way into the the... Slang. The, the, the next the time, next, the next the, time you you bang one of your many groupies, you need yep. to say you're about to give her the zag nut. <laughs> oh my god, you've just been zag nutted on. <laughs> you lick that zag nut off your face. <laughs> Suck those zag nuts. Oh man, this is what makes this a fun show, folks. Call up and enjoy the fun. <laughs> If you got the guts, we know you don't, but you might call anyway. So, uh, what's new in Rufus' world? The man with the plan, the Cheshire cat himself. Uh, nothing. It's all exactly the same fucking shit every day. <laughs> How awesome is that, though? How predictable. Yeah. You don't enjoy yeah. that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I... I've worked from home forever, so that part's not new, but I could at least go somewhere. I could go to the library. Can't do that. Closed. I would just go wander around Walmart. I can't do that. I'll just start getting paranoid and sweaty. Why is that? Paranoid of what? Everybody breathing. Really? Yeah. Then stop. I mean, everybody wears a mask, but still. I don't it's really it's what's on your hands. You know what I mean? And I don't believe when I go into the grocery store, they're like, these carts above this whatever have been sanitized. I'm like, I've seen your sanitation job. You know what I mean? That is not sanitized. You know, a couple of spit shines on there. I've never even noticed that at all. They just have the carts and the (laughs) wipes. I mean, I trust the wiper myself because I like to carry the wiper in my pocket or my coat pocket. So after I touch it, I could go back in and I wipe my hand on the wet wipe, right? And hopefully that's killing something. Probably not, but it makes me feel better. 
Well, we got so a we jug got a, in the car. We got a jug of hand sanitizer about that fucking big. Every I time that. we come out of Walmart, Walmart. we're lathering Did I do up. That? It takes 20 right. minutes, you know. You know where you keep a drink in your car? I have fucking hand sanitizer right there. And boom, pump it. Boom. Or I even take off my mask. If COVID sticks around, those cup holders are going to start being oval-shaped, specifically to hold hand sanitizer deal. Yeah. What I'm going to do, I'm going to invent the electric hand sanitizer thing and just run your hand underneath it. Boom. Hit you with some hand sanitizer, clean it up, and they just replace the thing under your hood when you get your oil changed. If you could make a, a third-party attachment that, like, goes in your glove box or something, you'd be a fucking rich. Well, we've done it again, Rufus. We did it here. <laughs> How many minutes into the show are we right now? Let's see. 20, ah, it took us 24 minutes to come up with the next fucking world-changing idea, but we did it nonetheless. Probably is another t- enough time to come up with a second one on this very show. Uh, I'm sure we will. The, the cool thing is, is they seem to like come from the ether. We don't try it. We just some oh, right. it out. We were talking, and out came the best idea that anyone has ever fucking had live on fucking Blog Talk Radio. Well, and the best idea that anyone will ever steal. Right. Hopefully. You know what? I had another idea tonight that I was going to tell you that we need to, to, to debut on the show so someone actually does it. And now I can't remember. Okay. What Give me a little while. Now that I came up with when we came up with that one, I'll have to remember the other one that I had. But it's one that's been around for a while. So I know that I probably have, may have mentioned it on the show before, but I think now it needs to be done. And I'll remember it hopefully by the end of the show. If not, I'll remember for Monday's show. I oh, almost cool. texted you, but I was using my phone to do this awesome swirly space background here, and uh, I couldn't get your text messages, right, and couldn't send any, because the thing is all the way back there, the uh, the phone with the projector on it. So that's a phone projector. Well, it's a projector, right, but I have it plugged into a little device that you can do into your phone. And then HDMI cord into the projector. That's badass. And I guess I could have used my computer, and I totally fucking forgot. And I was like, I'll just use. It. I got my phone. I could use my laptop, but you know that's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. I do like the new Apple laptop, though. It's pretty fucking quick. Just so you know. What do you think of that bar across the top? That you're I like supposed that. to be like a touch bar. Yes. And you can make it do anything or something, yes. right? The touch bar feature, and yes, I like the touch bar. The touch bar is a pretty good idea, even for just turning up and down the speakers and shit like that. Really? really? Adjusting brightness and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, the touch bar. And you know what's cool about the touch bar? Swipe, or is it like a button? You can like, swipe it and push it. It's like a little mini iPad thing. Oh, cool. So the coolest thing about it, though, is instead of having to pass your uh, put your password in all the time. You can just use your finger and do a recognition, and it unlocks your computer so you can start using it. Very cool. And really, I mean, it wasn't even. I mean, it was fifteen ninety nine was the model I got. Does the you mean the, the price of the model? Yes. Yes, it's a thirteen point two inch with five hundred and twelve solid state, right? Gigabytes. I figure. Yeah, yeah. If I need more than that, I mean, I usually work off of an external drive anyways. Yeah. And now I got external solid state, so it's still pretty goddamn fast. Fifteen ninety nine, that's not bad for a fucking new Mac. Right. I didn't think, especially with a uh, 512 gigabyte solid state. 
Yeah. Wow. It's the super set up. I just, you know what? I, all I ever do is dock it, right? And yeah, me too. I dock it at home. I don't even use it down here. I haven't even used it at home yet, but I dock it at work. And then, you know, I got a cool dock that makes it so it goes on its side. That's the kind of mm-hmm. dock you have. Yeah, it's gold. Yeah, yeah. It's, what I do not like about it, though, is that it has no USB ports. It only has Thunderbolt, I guess, C ports, right? That are kind right. of like the shape phone thing but not the same right and you have to buy fucking adapters for everything so I had to buy an adapter that turn, does everything that a normal fucking Mac would probably have on it like an ethernet input right, right. and then a couple of USB ports and a you know micro SD or whatever so I know it's, I guess they figured less money for them to have to buy those parts right I guess that's how they can keep it down to fifteen ninety nine. Well, I mean, if you get the, the six, they're 15 inch, or is it the 16 inch now? I can't remember. Which I was thinking about getting, like, you know what? If I'm just going to park it in a dock, anyways, why do I really care about how big the fucking screen is? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So there we go. That wraps up the Hypersloth uh, <laughs> Super Electronic Show part of the show. Uh, just got a little off topic there, but that's what Rubens and Double Z do. This is experimental radio, folks. Give us a call. I'm getting begging you to call us 646-668-8826. Tonight is Stump the Sloths Night. Stump the Sloths. Uh, what is just hope people come in and, and try to ask us questions we can't yeah. ask? Well, I mean, that kind of that guy kind of asked us a question, right? The last caller. Yeah, but we answered it. Question. That was an attempt at stumping the sloth, I think. Unfortunately, we had the answer. That's why he hung up. He couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. He's like, oh, didn't stump the swath. No pizza pie for me. Because we were going to buy him a free pizza pie. Do you partake of frozen pizzas in your household? I do. And tonight, actually, we're having not a frozen pizza, but a take-and-bake pizza from this place, Aldi. And I'm telling you, if you ever get a chance to go to an Aldi, you'd go. But this lady at my work said, dude, you got to try their take-and-bake pizza at Aldi. It's so fucking good. We're trying it tonight. But, yes, we do eat frozen pieces. Totino's. Because okay. so. uh, okay. we've been doing the DiGiorno, and it's, eh, yeah. it's okay, I guess. DiGiorno's but a little bready for me. It's very bready. Yeah, even when you cook it a little too much, it's still yeah. doughy and chewy. But yeah. we tried, uh, or we're going to try, we haven't picked it up yet, the uh, ultimate the Wild Mike's. Have you heard of this, Wild Mike's? I don't know if I have or not. Tell me a little bit about Mike's. I know there's a couple new uh, ones that I see in the freezer section. It's a frozen pizza. It looks pretty good. The, the cover is kind of all 90s with bright colors and to the extreme and stuff. And It's a 14-incher. Is it a thin crust? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about uh, crust. I don't know if it's like flaky thin, but it's, it's thinner than like the DiGiorno. But we, we got three on order. Honestly, the thinner the crust in a frozen pizza, the better. I agree. Because you get a frozen crust has to do a lot of catching up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why they never seem like they're ever cooked. Right. Do you want a good fucking Detroit South piece? Do you know what Detroit South piece is? Detroit, no. They like cook them in those pans. They're square, and they cook them in a pan like a 
like a pan that they actually used to use in the auto parts industry, right? Really? To make cars in Detroit. Yeah, that's why it's called Detroit style. That's where it's born. But uh, Little Caesars have, it's not called Detroit style there. Well, they are all Detroit style pizza, Little Caesars is. But they have like a thick crust square pizza. If yeah. you want to overdo it on fucking a cheap pizza, yeah. get that. Because that is some fucking tasty shit, dude. Because really, it's good. The way that they cook it in the pan, it like fucking deep fries the dough. Ooh. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. It really is. Is it one that like cut the squares? Yes. It is so good. You know what? I actually it's so good that I bought one of these Detroit Detroit style pizza can pan kits and. And a dough mix, and I've never used it because I'm like, it's just easier to fucking go to Little Caesars and pick one up. Do they have the uh, Detroit style, like, ready to go? Like, there are other pizzas you just be like, I want that one. Yeah, but I would, dude, you can, they have this thing now where they they have it figured out because they have a thing where it's all contactless, right? You order on their app, you walk into their yeah. store, text you and says your pizza is ready, it's in bin number two, three. You go up there, you put your coat in, the fucking door opens, and you grab your fucking pizza. Wow. Yes. That's it's cool. The most amazing thing ever. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, this is some hypersloth fucking quality idea shit, dude. And they have really? put it in motion. I mean, I don't, you would think because their shit is so cheap mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be putting their money in this technology, but man, they fucking have nailed it. And I've never had it not work, or my pizza never. I mean, it texts you and says your pizza will be ready in 12 minutes. 12 minutes go by, it's like your pizza is in a fucking hot zone or whatever they call it, and you just go put in the code and it fucking opens right up. That is fucking wild. There's a bunch of them stacked on top of each other. That's like the big gigantic robot thing at Walmart. Have you seen that? Do you guys have one? It's a huge fucking deal. So you order something to pick up, not like groceries, but maybe an item, electronics right. or whatever, and you get the, the yeah, you get you get the notes ready to pick up, and you walk up to this fucking machine. It's towering. It like goes up to the roof, and you scan your barcode, and it just starts whirring and whizzing, and this thing's going up and down and back and forth, and it comes down, and a tray opens and spits out your fucking deal. All of the world is about to become a fucking vending machine. Who would have thought the first guy? I mean, what do you think was in the first vending machine? Cigarettes? Probably. Or, yeah, even just tobacco. I think that's probably Google-worthy, is it not? I I mean, I don't think it would have been candy, coffee, or pop. All right. right. The first vending machine. I bet bet it's going to be older than we even thought. Probably right. Probably wouldn't mingle or something. All right. The earliest known reference to a vending machine is in the work of Hero of Alexandria, an engineer and mathematician in first century Roman Egypt. Okay. Well, is there, what is this vending machine going to give out, I wonder? Food or something? His, his machine accepted a coin and then dispensed holy water. Ooh, the fucking first scam artist. Fuck yeah, dude. Did he get rich? When the coin was deposited, it fell upon a pan attached to a lever. The lever opened a valve, which let some water flow out. Oh, my God. The pan continued to tilt with the weight of the coin until it fell off, at which point a counterweight snapped the lever up and returned so the it. So the bigger the coin, the fucking holy water. God likes money. Oh, my God. This guy was fucking brilliant. All right. 
Now, how about in our fucking lifetime? Coin-operated oh, yeah. machines that dispense tobacco were being operated as early as 1615 what? in England in the tavern. What? Fucking hey, dude. Did they ever find those on Antiques Roadshow? That's what I want to know. Can you imagine finding one that still had tobacco in it? Like when they found that pot in that in with the uh, the Egyptian mummy, and then that somebody smoked it. What? Oh. Yeah, look it up. They found pot. Yeah, and some people tried it. Why not? Wait a minute. I thought pot, pot kind of loses its potency after a while. Well, not necessarily. All right, ancient Egypt. I still get you high. I'll say marijuana because it's probably a legitimate article. Marijuana, all right. We should need this rich history of medical cannabis. Ooh. Oh, there's a hell of a lot of shit here. Makes it feel a lot better when they take your fucking brain out of your nose. They get you high first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fucking mummy's brains out. They took a hook like a fucking a needle and pulled them out through their fucking nose. How long would that fucking take? And how would you know when you got it all? That's a very good question. I was actually just thinking that myself. And I thought the brain was kind of uh, like jelly. How did you even get that with a hook? I don't know. That's what I understand, though, if I'm correct. I mean, I think that you have heard that as well. Have you not? No, that is, that's accurate. Of course it is. I said it. <laughs> okay, I thought you were trying to stump me. <laughs> no, we can't stump the sloth. Call up and stump the sloth, 646-668-8826. I'm sure that we'll probably get stumped a few times on Jeopardy tonight for the Jeopardy Friday show. You know what, folks? Call us up, me in the, in the roof here, and join us for Jeopardy tonight in the VIP part of the show. Help us go 12 to 12, 12 for 12, because we've been pretty damn close, but we have yet to get 12. We got 12 to 12 one time, did we not? A long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. By myself. Hang on, I'm going to tweet for people to call in. Call in and stomp the sloth with a question, with any a trivia question. Any. Do you have the number? Yeah, I copy-pasted it with a question about anything. Anything, anything, especially your erogenous zones. <laughs> yeah. You might have to share your... But no chance necessary. No pants necessary, exclamation point, exclamation point. Exclamation point, question mark, explanation point. I'm just kidding. Leave it with exclamation point. We would probably stump the people with just a a question mark. All right, here we go. It's going out. Ow, ow, ow! Did you put the naked join us for Jeopardy, too, if they actually had any guts? Or is it we just... I was going to do that separately. Oh, I like the cut of your jib, you fine sir. You are a bit of a pirate. And uh, uh, when we get closer to it. Because it's real time. You know, Twitter goes by quick. Thank you very much for explaining the ins and outs of Twitter to me, Mr. Rufus. How long have you been on Twitter? I think that I looked the other day, and I've been on Twitter since 2013 when we first started this fucking show. Uh, I've had technically had an account since like 2009, but I didn't really start paying attention to it until like two years ago. Quick question. Even now, I don't. 
Did you get Twitter? Did it debut at fucking South by Southwest? And you downloaded it there? No, I don't think it did debut at South by Southwest, but it came out in 05, and I didn't really start fucking with it till 07, and then lost complete interest because it made no sense to me. Right, and it still does not. I mean, if it wasn't for Trump, I think Twitter would even really be a fucking thing right now. But, you know, the good thing about Trump is, and Twitter, I know why he used it, because you can't elaborate in fucking 147 characters, so you just have to get short and to the point, and no one can really ask you to please elaborate. It's all Twitter is nothing but sound bites. Yeah, like the funny right. thing yeah. about Twitter is it's very user unintuitive. Like half the time I'm like not sure who I'm even replying to or that they're gonna understand I'm replying to them because the way that it's like goes underneath of things, it needs to jut out a little bit or do something a little better to make it more user friendly. Yeah. yeah, considering how long it's been out, you think they would have figured something better out because it's really fucking hard to follow. It really is. It is. And, you know, I never even worried. I, half the time, I don't even know if my tweet went out. You know what I mean? Then I have to go and check my own tweet feed to see if my tweet went out. I mean, come on, uh, man. Yep. Get it no, fucking straight, Jack. That's, that's why we need an alternative to Twitter. We, we could call like it Parler. Let's do something that... First of all, Parler doesn't make any sense. How did that name even come around? I guarantee you whoever used the name Parler, he probably bought the domain in 1998 and was like, well, may as well use it. Yeah, that became like a white supremacist phenomenon thanks to Donald Trump, didn't it? Dude, I remember yeah. when I first heard about Parler a couple of years ago, and I was like, well, I'll check it out. I'm, you know, I'd like to keep up with the, the latest trend. Check. And even... Even it was immediately as soon as I went there and, and logged in and set up an account, it was immediately just the worst of the worst fucking right wing bullshit. And I was like, Oh, was it really? I'm out of here. So yeah. it was already that. That was the whole point of it. Well, the whole point was I, I, I thought it was speech where you can say anything you right. want. Well, of course, the people who want to say anything they want, right? The you know, exactly. It, I was just like, Oh man. Same thing with Gab.com. That's a, that one still exists. I never even heard of any of these. Uh, good. What happens on Gab? You can just say whatever you want to. Same thing as Parler.com. So what apparently Trump doesn't know about. What do you think is going to happen, dude? What do you think is going to happen at this, uh, the inauguration? I wish they wouldn't even have it, <laughs> honestly. I wish they'd just be in a house or in the White House somewhere and live stream it or something. You know what I mean? I'm worried about fucking... Joe Biden, I'm worried about what the fucking nuts are fucking planning on doing. Yeah, that's a legit concern, man. Yeah, I mean, it's a fucking scary time to be alive. And anything but white, apparently. Yeah, Yeah. uh, I I think something's going to happen. Or something's going to, they're going to try to make something happen. It might get more than Bay fucking operation. I don't know if anybody could pull that off because they're so prepared for it. You know, they're flying in like 20,000 fucking troops and shit. They could blow something up, like just even close to the fucking Capitol, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the fucking Capitol police or whoever is probably going to have to go and start taking care of that. And, you know, I'm just thinking like a fucking general. That's all. I, I did I, I, read that uh, 
you know, the forces that have been deployed there, they have, what do they call it? Shoot to kill? It's basically sure. lethal force. They, somebody fucks. Why are they blowing people away in the fucking, on the Capitol building? I mean, uh-huh. they were trying to get in there, dude, literally to kill fucking Congress people. I mean, yeah, they can yeah. think how they all come and be like, Trump made us do it. I was fucking mentally deranged because Trump made me insane. Well, yes, but you decided to fucking march on the Capitol and try to fucking break right. in and hurt people. That's on you, right? You're supposed to be smarter yeah, than that. I was, I was I was wondering about that, too. Like, why the fuck weren't they just blowing the fuck out of these people? Because this is an insurrection, you know? This isn't a protest or a riot. They're trying to take over the fucking Capitol. They shot people at fucking Kent State who were just walking. You know what I mean? But now they won't. I may have said this on Twitter, but I was like, the most most of our taxes go to defense spending, and yet we couldn't defend the fucking capital. Whoa, whoa, Rufus! How did I not see that? I follow you. I don't. Are you sure you said that on Twitter? I said it somewhere. Yeah. I mean, a fucking local SWAT team has more fucking firepower than they had at the fucking Capitol building when they know, they know the FBI knew, the fucking, uh, the Capitol police knew that this was going to happen, and you leave Trump people in charge of fucking security? And that's why, who's in charge of security for the inauguration? I mean, are we relying on Trump to make sure things are fucking safe? He's leaving town, dude. What does that tell you he thinks going to fucking happen there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I something's like, going to happen. This is nuts. This fucking people are nuts, man. They just should fucking mow them down. I mean, they they need a Jim Jones moment, these fucking nut jobs. Listen, I just went to Gab.com. This is the top post in my feed. Okay. Or it's the feed. I don't really have my feed. Listen to the, just how dumb this is. If Biden, who won by more votes than any candidate in history, is so beloved by the country, why does he need 25,000 military troops and the entire Department of the Secret Service to guard his in, inauguration? And this guy's saying it like, he's yeah, basically insinuating voter fraud, you know? Right, of course. If so many people loved him, he wouldn't need all this protection. But it, obviously it only takes a small handful of fucking idiotic like, nut jobs. To show up. Right. And they will. They will. I mean, it's insane. They did need to start fucking wasting them. Be like, this is fucking, because it is, it, it is a, an insurrection for sure. God damn, this is what's sad. Is that post I just read has 15,000 likes, 1,400 comments, and 2,658 likes. Well, because you know that the people that are coming here are looking for that kind of fucking shit because it's a place where you go and fucking vent your anger that the real world is fucking leaving you behind. And you're like, huh? But we all love Trump. And we believe, I mean, I was talking to a guy the other day that really believes that the fucking shit was stolen. You know what I mean? I'm like, you fucking ignorant. He was an ignorant fucking jack off. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, that's what's scary that this is, this is what the GOP has been working on Rufus. For fucking the last 50 years by cutting education, fucking cutting wages, right? This is oh, yeah, this oh, is yeah. their time to shine, really. Because now if the fucking overturning happens and there's no Democrats left or whatever, and they got these fucking idiots mind-controlled, 
I mean, mind control is their plan. Mind control is Donald's fucking go-to. Yep, yep. You know, and to say that he didn't mean it or whatever, or and then, but I don't know. He should be he should be persecuted on the fucking people themselves that are coming forward saying he made me do it. He made me insane. What is what is terrifying is that as dumb as Trump obviously is, he still somehow had the power to mind control so many people. I mean, how That's, dumb do they have to be? How scary is that? That's terrifying. It is terrifying. They just want a demagogue. They just want someone to worship him. They pick Donald Trump. He's like us. You know what I mean? No, no. You have that, nothing, that nothing like them. You have nothing in common with Donald Trump. Absolutely fucking zero. Less than you have in common with Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. You know, it's these people with these trailers who are like, I don't want minorities to do better than me, but I don't care if I'm doing shitty. Exactly. You ever watch Moonshine? Mini Kit Kats. I'm going to save the dag that for my old lady later. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Lucky gal. She's going to get as big and a zag nut. I got a, uh, I mean, I got, I've seen, I've watched Moonshiners many, many, many times, but it's been a while, so I'm not caught up on it. I got some new ones. I'm just putting that out there. It's one of those things to me that is almost worth watching. Even though, obviously, it's staged, right? I mean, I doubt they're really cooking moonshine, do you think? I don't know. But I, I don't care either. I mean... No, I'm just saying, I don't care one bit, to be honest with you. The good news is they never talk politics on that show, but I'd imagine that most of them would be Donald Trump fans, right? Sure they would. You think Tickle? You think Tickle's a Donald Trump fan? Tickle. I forgot there was a guy named Tickle. Well, Tickle did a little. Guy, Tickle. Tickle recently did a stretch for cocaine. Did you know that? Really? And Tickle also got married to some fucking haggard-looking, beat-up old fucking Barbrod. You gotta see Mrs. Supreme. Please bring up Mrs. Tickle. <laughs> Mrs. Tickle. Here, let me share my. I'll bring it up and I'll share my screen with you. On cool. Mrs. Cool. If you don't mind. I don't mind. I'd love to see Mrs. Tickle. Tickle. Jeez. Take that up and up I do it. Oops, I spelled tickle wrong. The marvelous oh, Mrs. Tickle. What is that? Oh, does she have her own show now? That is from Moonshine. Now I'm looking at these things. Mrs. Tickle. Oh, Mr. Tickle. Oh, here's Mrs. Tickle and Tickle. Moonshine Star Tickle reveals the married body hunter who once tracked him down. He married his body hunter! Shut it! Shut it! She's got a big rack. They're cutting the cake. Here we go. You want to see the wedding? Oh, the wedding Uh, announcement. I'd love to see the Tickle wedding announcement. I'm Stephen Tickle. (laughs) I can't believe that's his last name. I did not know that was his last name. She hunted me down six years ago, and uh, she said she was hunting other fugitives, but uh, it appears that the only place she was putting any work in was, was me. Uh, and this is how we met. She stopped them? It was very easy for me. I had to show up. 
Pretty much the idea that we came through. Yeah. Well, that's a shocker. We did everything. No Including paid for it. Oh, she did it all. And do a bunch of at the same time. Yeah, and I'm a realtor, so I was doing all that. Well, Mrs. Tickle's a hard worker, isn't she? Damn. Yeah. And now she's got free moonshine. It's moonshine. As a matter of fact, uh, Kim Smith, uh, Green Kenny Law, brought a place in and placed it on the bar out there for everybody to... They got mad. She didn't want any moonshine at the wedding. Yes, I had seen the wedding. Let me just go ahead and say that. I've seen every episode of Moonshiners, and I'm fucking proud of it. I gotta say, uh, uh, surprised how good Miss Tickle is not as, as run down and haggardly as I expected she would be. The truth is, I I remind, remember her being a little more haggard and run down, and I'm I'm must say I'm also pleasantly surprised that she didn't look too bad for that episode. But uh, you know who I really like on that show? Tim. You know Tim? The guy that's gone legit now and is selling fucking uh, moonshine in every fucking liquor store in the world? That guy, honestly, has inspired me to start this marijuana thing. I'm not fucking lying to you. I think, okay, Tim, I think I, I remember him. He's kind of a big guy. He wore overalls, and he hooked up with some broad, and they set up this big operation that was legit. They were going to yeah. sell it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think of Tim as a big guy. He has a very interesting shaped head and neck. I will give you that, though. And he never wears a shirt. He never ever right. wears a shirt. But he did hook up with that chick, and that didn't work out. Now he's hooked up with Chuck, right, a guy who owned another still operation. And him mm-hmm. and Chuck are pretty goddamn good together, honestly. But they're doing it legit. How are they doing it legit if it's still moonshine? He's licensed, you know what I mean? It's called Climax Moonshine. Little plug for climax, right? And he has the howling wolf on the on the label, if I do recall correctly. I was wondering what that was all about. <laughs> I think uh, maybe I should look it up. Maybe I just made that up in my brain. I think I like the climax for moonshine, though. That's where he's from, Climax, Virginia. Oh, goddamn climax tickle! So yeah, I know. The whole show's for real. Maybe they are really cooking moonshine. This is how we make the moonshine. Can you buy? Yes. Yes. My cousin sells it. Really? They also sell some of the other guys' brands. Sugarland is a brand that the other get Mark and Digger make. Tim Smith Climax Moonshine. Is fucking daddy. Yeah, it's a legit deal, dude. They're in fucking like ten thousand liquor stores. It's so crazy because, I mean, you think of these dudes tromping around in the woods with no shirts and overalls, and that this website is pretty goddamn high-tech and well done. All because Tim Smith is fucking pretty smart dude underneath those fucking overalls. He's on the label. He just had to get that TV show. So there is no Howling Wolf on the label? No, it's, no, it's, it's uh, Tim Smith. It's him himself? Is he wearing a shirt? <laughs> is he wearing overalls? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is he wearing pants? Are they just overall pants, or is he wearing the whole bottom? It's cut off right about here. So, so no, he's, not wearing, he's wearing a, what they call an overall dicky. It's overall Daisy Dukes. <laughs> sexy. That Tim Smith is one sexy beast. Now, well, wait a minute. Now, look up Sugarland Moonshine. Maybe they yeah, have moonshine. a Oh, okay. Wait a minute. So, Tim Smith sells whiskey, bourbon. Oh, yeah, he has it all now. 
And uh, the moonshine specifically, it does have a like a hound dog on it. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not nuts. All right. What's oh. the other one? Sugarland. 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 I think that's Mark and Digger. All right, there you go. Yes, over twenty-one. Nice looking website. Look at that! Wow. Is that Mark with NASCAR? What? Yeah. Money maker. My favorite moonshine of NASCAR. My favorite character is that guy, Josh, though. You know Josh? The guy that has a little dog? No, not offhand. Really? You've never watched him. I might recognize him. I do. What's his face? The other guy. Pickle? Josh. From Moonshiners. I don't know his last name. Okay, yeah, I recognize this dude. Yeah. Did you see when he got in the fist fight with his buddy Bill and they were all drunk up? I mean, they haven't even talked since, and Bill quit on him. Uh, I don't know, but every episode I've seen that featured these two guys at all, they were always fighting. And now it's not even two guys anymore. It's just the one guy. And he has the worst fucking luck ever, that guy, Josh. They fucking filmed him. He was driving to a biker rally, right, with 200 gallons of moonshine in this fucking motorcycle trailer behind him. And he stopped because the... Some reason the ball on the fucking uh, hitch wouldn't stay connected to his fucking super fancy truck, and he had like a bunch of fucking motorcycles and shit in the back. So he fucking great tapes it. He's driving down the road right to get to this thing, and it starts sparking and fucking starts the trailer on fire. What? And he doesn't know people are honking at him. He's still driving down the fucking highway. He gets out and he starts looking at it, dude, and the whole fucking front of the trailer is going up in fucking flames. I can't remember. I think he lost his truck, too. He lost all his motorcycles, all his fucking moonshine. He had some kind of mobile still in there. It was a tragedy. And he couldn't really tell the cops what was going on because he had all that moonshine. Jesus Christ. Are you looking it up? No, I was, just, I was looking up how much they get paid just to be on the show. I bet. I'm going to say sixteen grand a year. That's a guess. The show... Just to their income, uh, thirty thousand. What? Thirty thousand dollars per episode. For everybody, or is that just thirty thousand per episode? That's how much they spend. Moonshiners net worth. The show just brought it to national attention. It's about moonshine, so it's growing every day. Their income, plus the thirty thousand dollars they reportedly paid or paid per episode, is guaranteed to ensure that they won't be going out of business anytime soon. Ooh, how much are they making? Well, I mean, obviously Tim Smith making a buttload of money. Fuck, I, I, I will gladly take thirty grand I mean, per episode to do like anything. All right, folks, uh, your last chance to call six four six 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 eight 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 two six and go into the VIP with us and check out uh, some Jeopardy. A little another testament to our man Alex Trebek tonight. We love you, Alex. Hope you're in a better place. You know what? I did watch a little bit of that uh, Surviving Death. Was that was the, the name of the thing you were talking about the other night? Yeah, the yeah, Netflix that's... show is fucking terrible. Yeah, that's what I saw, actually. All right, well, wait, we got a couple minutes. Go ahead, Rufus. Do you think you'd like to stay on the regular part of the show before we take it in the VIP? 
No, just the, the book that Netflix show is based on is way better. It's like scientifically sound and all this bullshit. The Netflix show is like a lifetime. Yeah, it was just like a lot of people doing their experiences, which I guess has some kind of merit, but I don't know. When they brought in the lady who was talking to the people afterlife or whatever, that's when I fell asleep, to be honest with you, Rufus. Yeah, yeah. no, the book is legit. You want to give it one more plug before we go into the VIP? No, I'm going to type up this Twitter post for Jeopardy. All right, folks, catch you in the other side of the show when the VIP 646-668-8826. We might be able to get your call. Give us a call. Adios. part of the show. This part of the show brought to you by Zigzag's very own blend of Frankenhaze that I'm going to smoke tonight before Jeopardy round. We'll see what happens. Been smoking on the Victory Lap pretty exclusively the last couple of weeks for the show. Smoked on it last night, and man, did I feel good for last night's show, Rufus. I got to tell you that as a fact. Well, it must be nice. Hey, if uh, if you ended up like selling your interest in the company in five years for like millions of dollars, would that include the recipes or the the strains, or would you get a royalty? Uh, how would you? Uh, right now, that stuff would go with the company. To be honest with you, it'll as intellectual okay. property. But see, that was when we closed this first deal. Maybe not. Maybe anything I come up with on my own from now on, I don't have to fucking sell to them. But you know what? I got a better answer for that. We're going to decide that in court. Let me just say that. That will be decided. <laughs> just like any good decision is made in court. The best, the best. decisions are made. Oh, I got to plug in, Alexa. Sorry, my bad, my bad. I'm going to tweet this out. And uh, I've hashtagged it. Didn't we huh? try, try calling in and see if you can call in? I don't think you can call in right now. Oh, shit. We tried that last time. I didn't think I was able to call in. Son of a bitch. Yeah, you had to be on the line before we went into the VIP. All right. right. got to remember that for next time. Just try to call in. See what happens. I don't have my phone. phone. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. Okay. Say, how do you not have your phone? Not everyone has their phone with them at all times. I'm going to just go get a... uh, one of these tests, right, a COVID test, and they can just implant my phone in my nose when they implant the thing from Bill, Bill Gates wants to put in there. Nope, nope. Nope. And, and of course, we got to talking about so much brilliance to get a chance to tweet it out in time, did you? No. Yeah. I feel I feel bad for the people now. Here's the problem, dude. I can't start in the show and produce it, okay? Get a little fucking old. Now I know how Jack Tripper felt. Jack Tripper? Really? Did you ever watch? I've been watching some some of that lately, like old threes. What's weird is on the Logo channel, which I guess, I don't know if it's a homosexual channel or not, or if it just leans that way, but they show that show, right? Threes Company, because Jack supposedly was gay. 
But the deal is Jack was not gay, right? He just had to act gay so he could live with what? I mean, okay, how fucking how advanced then was bosom buddies? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? God, he's a love show. Yeah, I mean, me there's such hot chicks on there. All right, I'm bringing up the spreadsheet. Oh yeah, the story. Well, we always have a little couple of minutes at the beginning here to just discuss stuff, don't we? Maybe a little strategizing. Yeah, I just want to do it because last time I had to scramble because we got into it and I was like, fuck, I didn't bring it up. Luckily, I remembered the scores we got. So what you're trying to do is say now you're producing some of the show, and I appreciate you taking a little bit of the pressure off, dude. I really do. Sure. So that's right before Jeopardy because I'm trying to center myself for the Jeopardy. Did you ever watch any of those Midnight Gospels? Midnight Gospels. No, I, I have not. I still have Okay, Rufus. Have you ever watched anything that I fucking suggested to you? Let me ask a fucking simpler question. Yeah, a few yeah. things. Honestly, you didn't seem that impressed by the Midnight Gospels. I think that some of it is worth watching, just to get an idea. And I think that after watching that, you would probably want to see a little bit more about Duncan Trussell. Even though I haven't, but really, who interests me the most is this guy, Ram Dass. Are you familiar Ram with Dass. that name, Ram? Ram Dass. He Never actually, his real name, his real last name was Alpert. And he was he was one of the guys that teamed up with Timothy Leary on the tune in, turn on, drop out thing, right? And okay, this guy found spirituality through fucking alternative drugs, right? And maybe Timothy Leary did too, because acid back then used to be a lot better than it is now. But he went on to be like a fucking, almost like a shaman type really, character. Really? Yeah. I mean, but like for legit people, right? Like he had some really fucking out there ideas that in a weird way make a lot of fucking sense. It's not that's always the case. The shamans have ideas that in a weird way make a lot of sense. Right, you know? yeah. Because you can't think about things in a rational way, because I think then your thought is clouded, right? If you're mm-hmm. thinking about things like normal people think about things, like with all the norms and shit that have been fucking forced on you, and things you're supposed to think are fucking normal, you can't, it, of course you're not going to fucking really reach any kind of critical no, no. thought. Like you got to leave yeah, all that yeah. shit behind. And I think that's what weed is good for, honestly. Yeah, yeah, we went for a walk today, and I, uh, I walked by, well, I, we walked by someplace, and um, I don't know if it was the car that was parked by the side of the road or, or one of the houses, but, but I caught a big old whiff. In your neighborhood? In the neighborhood, yeah, like right up, up the road a little bit. Don't you have a guy that you know from high school that could hook you up? I got no one, dude, because I, <laughs> I'm just curious. This is one of the. This is honestly one of the downsides of like not working at a job where you go somewhere and meet and hang out with people. Right. I'm you gonna no have. Resources. I'm gonna send you something two day mail, but you know what's gonna suck? It's gonna take a week to get there because I just sent my brother in law uh, a check for some work he did for me, and it took fucking. I bought I bought the two day mail thing for fucking eight bucks, and it got there after six days. Well, better than no days. Oh, but it's fucking annoying. Well, then why pay? I mean, probably get there that fast in fucking regular mail. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I see. You, you paid for speedier delivery. Right. I didn't, you know, exactly. 
You get it, Rufus. You're a smart guy. All right, folks, we're getting ready to do a little Jeopardy here. So tune in, turn on, drop in, drop out. What did he say? Tune in, turn on, drop out. Something like that. Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, players. Today is Saturday, which means it's time for our clues written for teens and families. Your tears for you can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? You want to warm up with the Team Jeopardy? Yeah, but I'm not cracking Team Jeopardy. We can warm up. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Jeopardy. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Rebecca. And welcome, players. Today is Saturday, which means it's time for our clues written for teens and families. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Team Jeopardy. Good luck this week, players. Ooh, I don't think he meant that. Your first Jeopardy category is rhyme time. The response of two rhyming words. A recliner for your wig. What? Please respond in the form of a question, starting it. with phrases like, who is or what is. What is a hair chair? Good job. Our second Jeopardy category oh, is not a current good. national capital. Which of the cities in the clue is not a current national capital? Bucharest, Bonn, Bern. What is Bern? No, Sorry, that's incorrect. Dude. The correct response was what is Bond? I knew it was one of the Your big Your category ones. is what king are you to me? Napoleon was this to Joseph Bonaparte, who he made king of Spain. What is what cousin? Is cousin? Ooh, the correct response is what is younger brother? Today's fourth Jeopardy category is welcome to high school. The response includes the word high. Common two-word term, also known as a couture. What is high fashion? Yes, that's correct. I know Your my high. category is clean this place up. In an everyday appliance, a suction fan creates this, which outside air tries to fill, drawing in dirt. What is a vacuum? Good job. I'm let you have that. Your next Jeopardy oh, category is Frankie Muniz was one of the first celebrities to have a prank played on him by Ashton Kutcher on this series. What is punk? Good job. Your next Jeopardy category is Norse mythology. In the Norse creation story, Embla is the equivalent of this biblical woman. Who is Eve? Yes, that's it. Today's eighth category is sports on film. The 2016 film Eddie the Eagle is about this Winter Olympic sport. What is ski jump? That's not it. The correct response was what is ski jumping? Your next Jeopardy oh. category is eat it, wear it, or play it. What do you do with the item in the clue? Eat it, wear it, or play it. Pinnacle. What is play it? 
Correct. Jeopardy category is classical music. His symphonies include Eroica, Pastoral, and Chorale. Repeat the question. Again, the category is classical music. His symphonies include Eroica, Pastoral, and Chorale. Who is Beethoven? Yes, that's it. The next Jeopardy category is the science lab. While he invented spectroscopy with Gustav Kirchhoff, he didn't invent the burner that's named for him. Who is Bunsen? Yes, that's it. Your last category is notable names. At his death in April 1965, his brain was preserved and his ashes scattered in the Delaware River. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is. Repeat the question. Again, the category is notable names. At his death in April 1965, his brain was and his ashes scattered in the Delaware River. Who is Einstein? You're right. Let's see how you did. Way to go. You scored 9 of 12. What? Great no, job. 10, 10. You ranked in the 85th percentile of players today. You have all five days to catch okay. up. Okay, you ready, Ned? Ready for this? Clues? Yes. It's time for the Jeopardy round. Oh, shit. It's on. The first Jeopardy category is BTT. The response starts with the letter T. This company based in Springdale, Arkansas, is a leading supplier of beef products in the United States. Repeat the question. Again, the category is BCTs. This company based in Springdale, Arkansas, is a leading supplier of beef products in the United States. Who is Walmart? No. You lived in the Arkansas. The response was what is Tyson? Ah, uh, you knew that. <laughs> Advantage in a situation by turning these pieces of furniture. Repeat the question. Oh, I, I get it. Again, the category Able. is idioms and expressions. Gain an advantage in a situation by turning these pieces of furniture. What is the table? Excellent. Your third category is New York Society. Founded in 1863, the Long Island Historical Society later renamed itself for this bridge, New York Borough. What is Brooklyn? Yes, that's correct. Wow. This Jeopardy category is television by the number. It's the amount of money offered in the title of the Pyramid Games show hosted by Michael Strahan. What is $100,000? Excellent. Your fifth category is nonfiction. Time.com says Walker Ulrich's 2020 book on this World War II leader tells how he conquered much of Europe and fell in a long, bloody spiral of defeat. Who is Himmler? Please respond in the form of a question. It's gotta be one of those German guys, like, right? Who is or what? Who is Hitler's big guy? Himmler? You need to respond in the form of a question, starting with who is or what is. You can also say repeat or I don't know to skip the clue. Who is Himmler? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Adolf Hitler? Ah, Our next category I thought they were the general. In a nighttime scene, on the series Earth at Night in Color, a worried lioness searches for her missing baby, called Beast. 
Repeat the question. Again, the category is Earth at Night in Color. In the nighttime scene, on the series Earth at Night in Color, a worried lioness searches for her missing baby, called these. What are cubs? You're right. Yeah. Our next Jeopardy category is Over the Hill. A sculpture in the Black Hills is seen on the back of this state's quarter. What is South Dakota? Yes, that's it. Your next Jeopardy category is Pick Up the Homophone. The response is two words that are spelled differently but pronounced the same. To remove objectionable material or a device that detects a physical stimulus. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Pick Up the Homophone. To remove objectionable material or a device that detects a physical stimulus. What is sensor and sensor? Correct. Nice. Jeopardy category movie based on short stories. He earned an Oscar nod for playing the title role in the film adaptation of the curious case of Benjamin Button. Who is Brad Pitt? Yes, that's correct. Our next Jeopardy category is American artists. This Wyoming-born artist expressed himself abstractly with art called action painting. Who is Abner? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Jackson Pollock. Ah. Today's 11th category is around 1001. The second poke to take this name shared by a Looney Tunes cat served around the year 1001. Who is Sylvester? Yes, that's correct. Your last Jeopardy category is nice. This British-born American entertainer received an honorary knighthood five years before his 100th birthday. Repeat the question. Again, the category is nice. This British-born American entertainer received an honorary knighthood five years before his 100th birthday. Who is George Burns? No, the the correct response was who is Bob Hope. Oh, my God. All right. I don't know how he to be that old. Oh, he probably didn't. Good work. You scored eight out of 12 clues. You still have four days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Let's start the Jeopardy round. Your first category is a category for free. On a classic Monopoly board, the free parking space has an icon depicting it. What is it, a car? Excellent. Your second category is American cities. In 1931, this Ohio city became sister cities with the same name Spanish metropolis, the first relationship of its kind in the U.S. What is Santa Fe? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Toledo? Oh, Toledo. The next category is three-letter words. This word for a retreating tide is idiomatically paired with flow. What is ebb? You're right. Just so you know, Toledo's only 100 miles from where I'm at. Influenced by Torquemada, this royal pair established the Spanish Inquisition in 1478. Repeat the question. Again, the category is history. Influenced by Torquemada, this royal pair 
established the Spanish Inquisition in 1478. Who were Isabella and Ferdinand? That's not it. The correct response was who are Ferdinand and Isabella. The next category is beware. The response starts with the letter B. Quick draw McGraw. Where's the blue one around his neck? Repeat the question. Again, the yeah. category is beware. Quick draw McGraw. Where's the blue one around his neck? What is bandana? You're right. The sixth category is these songs to kill you. Gunpowder, gelatine, dynamite with a laser beam are descriptions of the title Killer This, also the name of the band who recorded the 70s hit. What is what Queen? Is- Good job. Did you even watch right. Bohemian Rhapsody yet? Let's move on now to the Double Jeopardy round. The seventh category is children's literature. No matter how much he begs and pleads, don't let this city bird drive the bus. Repeat the question. Again, the category is children's literature. Okay. No matter how much he begs and pleads, don't let this city bird drive the bus. What is the pigeon? Yes. Nice. Your next category is science center. The word for this classification of rock that's formed by solidifying magma comes from the Latin meaning fire. What is igneous? You're right. Nice. Your ninth category is notable women. This leader of the Seneca Falls Convention also led a feminist analysis of a religious text in the Women's Bible. Repeat the question. Again, the category is notable women. This leader of the Seneca Falls Convention also led a feminist analysis of a religious text in the Women's Bible. Who is Clara Barton? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Uh, Your next Jeopardy category is Insane Clown Posse. The creepy clown Zebo, who still gives 90s kids nightmares, appeared in the first season of the spooky Nickelodeon anthology series. What is Goosebumps? Sorry, the correct response is what is Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, The 11th Jeopardy category is Heavy Metal. An American Library Association medal for excellent reference work is named for this New Hampshire Ivy League school. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Heavy Metal. An American Library Association Medal for Excellent Reference Works is named for this New Hampshire Ivy League school. What is Columbia? Colgate. Oh, no, she locked up. Alexa. So she's giving us a little time Sorry, to I'm having get trouble our shit together right now. Please try a little later. She does this once a show, does she not? Yep, it, it only just started the past few shows. Or well, I'd like to think that there's a lot of people out there that are trying to sabotage our show because it speaks to volumes to the people. They're well, trying well, to keep well, us showing how smart we are with Alexa. Oh, she went green. Nope, she's still going yellow. So what was this last question? Do you even remember? Uh, no. 
Just remember, I got Isabella and Ferdinand. We need to make sure your finger's up on that. I got my finger right here. I haven't put it down. That one just came to me, dude. It just fucking flashed in there. How insane is that? You know why? Unless you have the galaxy behind you. The dude is feeding me. It is feeding you. Tell me that's not kind of cool, though. This is actually live feed from YouTube. You can just watch this all the time. I'm serious. From the YouTube satellite? I don't know what Yes, It's actually from uh, Explorer or one of those. I don't know. There's probably some kind of thing out there headed somewhere that we don't even know about that I'll have to watch on PBS in nine years. And they'll be like, yeah, in 2020. We shot this laser beam at the moon on this, you know, on this rocket, and you don't even learn about it when they launch it. No. It probably no. makes like a eyeline somewhere, you know. Yeah, there's some badass shit that we never know about. We only know about. Sometimes on Frontline on PBS, they got like some pretty crazy shit on there. Not your run-of-the-mill stuff. Stuff that makes you go, okay, there is a reason for government, right? right. Somewhat, but you don't have to like. I don't know. You get it. We don't need to get in that. All right, Alexa, uh, play Jeopardy. Resume Jeopardy. Welcome back to Jeopardy. You've already played all the available. I hate to say, say that. That's wrong. Continue your right. earlier game. Yeah. 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 Let's get back to where you left off. All right. Our eleventh category: heavy metals. An American Library Association medal for excellent reference work is named for this New Hampshire Ivy League school. What is Colgate? I have no idea. Sorry, the correct response is what is Dartmouth? Dartmouth. Your last category is weather forecasting side. The response has a one-word forecast inside it. The electronics store has too many smartphones and is selling them at 80% off in this kind of sale. I'm there. Repeat the question. Again, the category is weather forecast inside. The electronics store has too many smartphones and is selling them at 80% off in this kind of sale. I'm there. What is a flash sale? You're already a subscriber. With your Jeopardy subscription, you get six additional clues every day with double Jeopardy, as well as 12 Team Jeopardy clues on Saturdays. Resume Jeopardy. Let's get back to where you left off. Our last Jeopardy category is weather forecast inside. Weather forecast. The has a one-word forecast like inside. One the electronics okay. store has too many smartphones and is selling them at 80% off in this kind of sale. I'm there. What is a flash sale? Liquidation. You're already a subscriber. With your Jeopardy subscription, you get six additional clues every day with double. Resume Jeopardy. Let's get back to where you left off. What the, fuck? the last category is weather forecast inside. The response has a one-word forecast inside it. The electronics store has too many smartphones and is selling them at 80% off in this kind of sale. I'm there. What is a liquidation? What the Sorry, fuck? the correct response is what is clearance. Let's oh, see my God. Shut up. Right. You got half the clues correct today. Seven. We have seven. three days to play from the past week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. I got a running average. Not looking well, good. Less than 50%. Your first category is National Heritage Area. Well, uh, National Heritage Area. 
preserves what is called the birthplace of this state. What is West Virginia? Good job. Our next category is types of movies. This picture starring Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds was voted the greatest movie musical by the American Film Institute. What is Dancing in the Rain? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Singing in the Rain? Singing in the Rain. You're not categorizing. I'm giving it to you. In NASCAR, this color flag means there's only a single lap left in the race. Don't give up now. What is white? Yes, that's correct. Our next Jeopardy category is two middle names. In 2014, this voice coach gave birth to her third son, Apollo Bowie Flynn Rossdale. Who is Gwen Stefani? Correct. Today's fifth Jeopardy category is scientific discoveries. The rings around this largest planet were first discovered by Voyager 1 in 1979. What is Saturn? Jupiter having? The correct response was what is Jupiter? I mean, I knew that was the largest one, but they were being tricky. And cons. The response is two identical words, except one starts with pro and one starts with con. A tool used to measure angles and a person hired to construct a building. What is a protractor and a contractor? All right. I can let you have it. Let's move on now to the Double Jeopardy round. The next Jeopardy category is choreographers. This Revelations choreographer and founder of a popular New York dance company was a pioneer in modern African-American dance. Repeat the question. respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is? Repeat the question. Again, the category is choreographers. This Revelations choreographer and founder of a popular New York dance company was a pioneer in modern African-American dance. Who is Harry Belafonte? Sorry, the correct response was who is Alvin Ailey. Your eighth category no is possessive history. This 70-mile structure was built in the second century AD to guard against barbarian invaders and still stands in what is now northern England. Repeat the question. Please respond in the form of who is or what is. Repeat the question. Again, the category is possessive history. This 70-mile structure was built in the 2nd century AD to guard against barbarian invaders and still stands in what is now northern England. What is the Roman wall? No. The correct response was, what is Hadrian's Wall? Hadrian. He was Jeopardy the fucking leader of Rome at the origin. time. This Damn. business that makes the express streaming device takes its name from the Japanese for six. It was the sixth company created by its founder. Repeat the question. Again, the category is company name origin. This business that makes the express streaming device takes its name from the Japanese for six. It was the sixth company created by its founder. What is Roku? Good job. Lucky. I got the ten of them in this house. Category is this author's 2019 novel, The Institute, starts in Minneapolis and ends up, where else, but in the woods of Maine. Who is Stephen King? Yes, that's it. Our next category is lyrical CD. 
This title figure of a Fleetwood Mac song rings like a bell through the night and is like a cat in the dark. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Lyrical CB. This title figure of a Fleetwood Mac song rings like a bell through the night and is like a cat in the dark. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Lyrical CB. This title figure of a Fleetwood Mac song rings like a bell through the night and is like a cat in the dark. Who is Barracuda? No, the correct response was who is Rhiannon. Our final category is before and after. It's the colorful nickname of the New York Times. That will show you her. Po-po-po-poker face. Mum-mum-mum-mum. Repeat the question. Again, the category is before and after. It's the colorful nickname of the New York Times. That will show you her. Po-po-po-poker face. Mum-mum-mum-mum. What is the blue Gaga? What? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is the Grey Lady Gaga? Grey Lady. All right. That's the name <laughs> of the actress. I've never heard of that. This set. Remember, we got that's one extra. Good. You scored half the clues today. Ooh, we got there seven. Are two days to play from this week. Would you like to catch up on We're this? dropping like flies. Seven. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're looking at back this week. Would you like to catch it's up so on those It's so hard clues? to get back up once you go, though. Yes. Good luck today, players. I mean, it takes so much more to get back. Yeah. Statistically. Your first category is automobile. All right. You can put your heart into a soul when you drive the crossover made by this Korean automaker. What is Kia? Excellent. Let's just knock them out. Your second separate category Boom. is Machine historically time. bad. The Royal Exchange in Old St. Paul's Cathedral were just two of the fixtures destroyed in the 1666 Great Fire of this European capital. What is London? Excellent. Our category is We Paris. Play Big. It's the slogan of this toy brand, known for its cozy coupe and turtle sandbox. What is Play School? Oh. Sorry. The correct response was What is Little Type? Today's fourth category, communication. In radio lingo, a 10 followed by this digit means the message is received. What is a four? Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is, or what is. What is a four? You're right. The fifth Jeopardy category is two-letter lists. A handbook for raising kids in an over-entitled world evoke the repeating egotistic phrase in its title to this word, this word, this word epidemic. What is me? Excellent. Damn! Jeopardy category. Dude, how did you even time. get that? In May 1996, Ari Leondike drove a lap around the city's motor speedway in 37.9 seconds, the quickest officially recorded there. What is Indianapolis? That's it. Let's see what's in store in Double Jeopardy. Your next Jeopardy category is unicorns. Rarity is a young unicorn in the land of Equestria on this friendship of magic cartoon. What is My Little Pony? Yes. Oh, nailed it. category is bodies of water. 75% of Earth's volcanoes are located along the ring of fire in this ocean. What is the Pacific? 
ocean. Good job. Our category is don't skip leg day. This bone of the thigh is the body's longest. What is, what the, is femur? the femur? Good job. The next category is Rick's role. Rick Moranis played scientist Wayne Zielinski in Honey. I shrunk the kids and it's sequel Honey. I did this to the kid. I shrunk the kids again. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like who is or what is. What is shrunk the kids again? That's not it. The correct response was what is blew up. Our 11th Jeopardy category is let's go to the archives. The Royal Archives of the United Kingdom are housed in this castle that shares its name with the royal family name. What is Windsor? Excellent. The final category is why is the only vowel? In a 90s chart topper, Sugar Ray just wants to do this title action. What is fly? Excellent. Let's see how you did. Well done. You got 10 of 12 correct. <laughs> Do we get an extra one on that one, too, or not? I don't think so. But we're good. We're good. There's just one day that you missed this week. Would you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Let's play Jeopardy. Your first Jeopardy category is this A long story. It takes nearly 1,200 pages to finish James Clavell's historical novel. Named for this Japanese military title. What is Shogun? Yes, that's it. Your second Jeopardy category is take note. In a note to this man, George H.W. Bush wrote, Your success now is our country's success. I am rooting hard for you. Who is Barack Obama? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was who is Bill Clinton? Our next Jeopardy category is three-letter D words. To do this quick, celebratory gesture, spread your arms out and tuck your head into your elbow. What is is that? You're right. Our category is the name of the TV title. Ted Danson played the title character on this show about a doctor in the Bronx. Repeat the question. Again, the category is the name of the TV title. Ted Danson played the title character on this show about a doctor in the Bronx. Repeat the question. Again, the category is the name of the TV title. Ted Danson played the title character on this show about a doctor in the Bronx. What is Benson? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, what is Becker? Becker. Your next Jeopardy category is fortifying yourself. This fort was built as part of a fortification plan in the southern states. The Confederacy's attack on it started the Civil War. Repeat the question. Again, the category is fortify yourself. Dumpster? This fort was built as part of a fortification plan in the southern states. The Confederacy's attack on it started the Civil War. What is Fort Sumter? Good job. Your sixth Jeopardy category is all kinds of wine. Alanis Morissette presents an ironic metaphor when she sings, it's a black fly near this top selling white wine. What is Chardonnay? 
Excellent. I just listened to that Let's before the show. The I just listened to that whole album today. Our next category is called on abbreviations. The response is an abbreviation that is no longer used. What? This abbreviation for the group that assigns movie content ratings is no longer used as of America was dropped from the name in 2019. Repeat the question. Again, the category is bygone abbreviations. Motion this abbreviation for the group that assigns movie content ratings is no longer used as of America was dropped from the name in 2019. What is the MPAA? Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is or what is? What is the MPAA? That's not it. The correct response was, what is the MPAA? Oh, the A category is U.S. City. A Georgia city with a population of about 10,000, the Dahlia is known as the world capital of this sweet vegetable. What is the onion? Good job. Our next Jeopardy category is Along for the Ride. This explorer who palled around with Kublai Khan escorted a Mongol princess on her journey to marry a Persian prince. Repeat the question. Again, the category is Along for the Ride. This explorer who palled around with Kublai Khan escorted a Mongol princess on her journey to marry a Persian prince. Who is Magellan? Sorry, the correct yeah. response is Marco Polo. Marco Polo. The tenth category is vocabulary. It's a four-syllable word, meaning a perfect example or embodiment of something. Repeat the question. Again, the category is vocabulary. It's a four-syllable word, meaning the perfect example or embodiment of something. No, the correct response was what is epitome? Your category is hodgepodge. Traditional egg benedict includes an English muffin and this creamy sauce. What is hollandaise? Yes. I've never had that, but it sounds so good. Our last Jeopardy category is entertaining brothers. Brothers Matt and Jeff captivated sports entertainment fans by using a tag team name that sounds like these sibling friends of Nancy Drew. What are the Hardy Boys? Yes, that's it. Let's see how you, you want. Put it up there. We got one. seven out of twelve. So eight. Eight, eight. You've already played all the clues this week. Come back tomorrow for Sports Jeopardy. Jeopardy, yeah. Well, well, on average, we tied last week. Uh, which is what? Let's hear it. Well, well I just averaged out the uh, the scores. So twelve twenty six. Our average was seven point eight out of twelve. Right. Uh, one nine. We were eight out of twelve on our. No, so that's seventy five percent. Yeah, this yeah. week we're eight out of twelve too. We're like seventy five percent, like where we're at. We're smarter than that, Rufus. I'm I'm starting to think that maybe we're not as smart as we think we are. We are. We we're that smart, but. Okay. All right. Was, yeah, I was. I guess I was getting in my own head about not being as smart as I thought I was. We yeah, all know yeah, yeah. I'm above a one twenty. I might add. Which is eight Gene seven seven ten eight. So the, that that was the run for uh, today. Eight seven seven ten eight. It's that ten that really, you know. That was good. Me. That was good work. I mean, you that were pulling out too, dude. Let me tell you. All yeah, right, we, so, so that's going to wrap up. 
for the VIP part of the show on this number, show 369. Can I be right? Nice, dude. I, you were, that was excellent timing. All right, folks. That was saying, ow, ow, ow. Rufus said, ow, ow, ow. We'll see you on Monday's show, folks. Cybersoft Happy Half Hour, 8 Eastern on Monday, 7 Central, yeah, wherever Rufus is at. Bitches. And we'll check you out then. Adios. Ow. Doom, doom, doom.